Welcome to the Heart Rate Variability Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the exciting science behind HRV and how you can apply it to your own health and the work that you do. Just a note, this podcast does not replace medical advice, and if you're going to apply this to your own life or others, please consult with a medical provider. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome, friends, to the Heart Rate Variability Podcast. I am Matt, and I am here with an exciting guest today. Um, uh, you've been hearing from Jeff and I uh, for, for several months now. Uh, we've, uh, we know we took a little bit of a break. Uh, one of the reasons we're working on this 2.0 version, uh, but the other surprises that we have, besides what I think is the best heart rate variability app in the market, especially when you look at biofeedback, is we've got some great new teammate members. And uh, for, for a guest who will probably turn into a host uh, at some point is Dr. Dave Hopper. And uh, I, I, I just call him Dr. Dave at this point uh, because I uh, consider him not, not only a brilliant thinker, a great member of the team, uh, but a friend as, as well. And so I, I've been kind of uh, Dr. Dave, I've, I've kind of been hiding you uh, and some other uh, really exciting news. Uh, and I'm usually good at delaying gratification. Like I always like save the, the thing that I like the best for last when I'm eating. I'm good at that. Uh, two, two graduate degrees, obviously good at delaying gratification. But boy, was it hard not to share you with the world. So I'm excited to introduce you to uh, our guests. So um, let's just start out. Uh, Give, give us sort of the 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 five minute. Who is Dr. Dave? All right. Well, uh, well, thank you, Matt. Uh, this is uh, extremely exciting, um, and, and I'm thrilled to be part of this team and a guest here as well. Um, so, so yeah. Who who is Dr. Dave? I well, I started off. Uh, I grew up in the uh, western suburbs of Chicago, um, and. I am blessed to be from a family that uh, that only really cared about health, um, and, uh, and and it was a cool way to grow up. Um, I didn't realize how you know quote unquote weird I was um, <laughs> until uh, until probably high school when I when I had you know um, started talking to friends and friends' parents and stuff, and I was like, you mean you guys don't all get up and work out at five in the morning every day? And I. Uh, found out that we were the weird ones. Uh, so it was, it was us that were the outliers. Um, awesome. yeah, my, uh, my mom happens to be a, uh, a marathoner, a chronic marathoner. I think she's got a problem actually. Uh, <laughs> she's done like, I think believe over 70 at this point, one in every single state. Um, wow. She's, uh, she's working on more and more. So she's crazy. And my dad is just a, uh, dedicated gym rat. So always had a gym in our basement. Um, you know, very cool way to grow up again. So uh, with that, you know, uh, when, when I was in high school, I was, um, you know, a lot of my friends' parents were to actually ask me for health advice, which I thought was really weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and it, was, it was like, well, what kind of exercises should we do for this? Or what kind of exercise should I do for that? Uh, which kind of sprung me into personal training. And, um, and I did a lot within the fitness industry and a lot within personal training. Um, I actually uh, even invented and patented and brought to market a, uh, a fitness device as well. So, uh, so that was a um, that was quite a thing, um, and that was all before I was twenty. Uh, so, <laughs> so it was very exciting. And then, um, 
And then actually I had not planned to go to college. Um, I was like, well, hey, you know, this is all going well. Why, uh, why ruin a good thing? <laughs> and I graduated high school early and my mom said, you know, why don't you just take a couple of classes at the community college, you know, and, and see, maybe it will change your mind. And I said, I said, well, all right, why not? So I, uh, so I took a general biology class and I took anatomy and physiology because those are two things that I really find interesting. You know, uh, it shows what kind of a person I am, I suppose. <laughs> um, and, and I was, I happen to be really good at that. And my, uh, and my professors actually asked me to help tutor other students. So I was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. So then, um, so then I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll pursue this at a greater level. And uh, I went on to, um, to pursue my bachelor's in, uh, in pre-med. And, um, and I had a great time with that in Northern Illinois. Um, and I actually ended up switching over to kinesiology exercise science as a degree uh, that I graduated with because at the same time, um, I happened to be an athlete accelerating. So, uh, so I made it to uh, the levels. Uh, I got to fight professionally for, uh, for uh, almost five years of my life, uh, which, was, which was really fun. Uh, but it was hard to keep up that schedule along with, uh, along with the load of, uh, of doing the pre-med uh, work. So anyway, uh, I switched over and then I had a little bit of time where I literally just ran a company that, uh, that produced a fitness product along with, um, along with uh, fighting. And it, was, and it was really fun. Uh, and then after, uh, after that was over, I kind of saw the writing on the wall that okay, you've had some really big shots here and it is time to, it is time to look at, you know, going forward with my plan, which was, uh, which was then to uh, become a doctor and help people at the greatest level uh, that I saw possible. So, um, so I had learned at one point what a chiropractic was versus what a typical medical doctor does. And it just made a lot more sense with my lifestyle. Um, who I was, how I was brought up, everything, um, all about, all about, you know what, um, this is, you know, if you treat your body nice, you know, you eat well, you exercise, um, you do good things for your body, it is going to treat you nice in return. Um, and, and I saw that that's how I always worked. Uh, that's, that's how, how my life always worked. So, um, so I thought, okay, wow, there's, there's these doctors who believe in this. So, um, so that is what I chose to go into and I couldn't be happier because, um, because the more and more that I learned about chiropractic, the more and more I learned that chiropractic is, is about that whole health perspective. It's about, it's about everything. Um, as you know, it's not only about, you know, exercise and nutrition, but it's, a, you know, it's about, um, it's about living a complete healthy lifestyle. And the biggest thing about chiropractic um, that I found to be so amazing um, is that working on the nervous system um, and working on the autonomic nervous system specifically. And, um, and now that is just a, uh, an overflowing passion of mine. And, uh, and I try to do everything I can to learn as much as possible about how that system functions and how everything that we do day to day um, affects that system. Uh, so so that, is, uh, that is where I am at today. Um, and, uh, and fortunately, I, I found you guys who, uh, who, who really care about the same thing. The autonomic nervous system is what it really comes down to here. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm interested to ask you because, you know, from a mental health perspective, when, when I, you know, my, my training, uh, when I was being trained to be a therapist, we talked very little. I, you know, and it was the late 90s, so the, the decade of the brain, but really 
we were learning a lot. It was a lot of laboratories hadn't anyway integrated itself into psychological education. So, so a lot of times when, when I think about chiropractic care, and I, I will just throw out, I know this is probably a terrible layman's perspective. And, and I've engaged in chiropractic care. It's really helped me in the past. But one of the things I usually think about it as is my neck hurts, my, my spine. In other words, adjust me, right? I, I, I like, like my chiropractor, I don't know if he had an anger control problem or not. Great guy. But like, he had to feel better after doing what he did to me. Like, uh, every, I saw like MMA in this. I, a lot of the lost seemingly similarities uh, from, from the layman's perspective of both. So, well, you know, uh, yeah, I kind of see the nervous system as, you know, and the skeletal system, obviously everything's connected, but, but how does the autonomic nervous system kind of play into your understanding of the, you know, and probably my misunderstanding of chiropractic care where you're trying to get the spine aligned and the neck aligned and all that. And, and again, forgive me for my, my, my ignorance on the topic. No, no, I, I, absolutely. And, and, you know, Matt, exactly what you said is what most people think when they think of chiropractic, they think of, uh, they think of neck pain, they think of, you know, lightning bolts shooting out of your neck, shooting yeah. out of your back, you know, uh, you know, pain, fix me now kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and the problem is, well, the, the problem and, uh, you know, and the good thing is that we're pretty darn good at that. Uh, you know, we, we fix pain pretty quick. Yeah. Um, actually, you know, what I always say to patients is the pain is the easy part. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we get rid of that stuff uh, uh, very quick. It's the, it's the digestive issues. It's the headaches. Yeah. It's the sinus congestion. Um, that kind of stuff is, uh, that takes a little bit more work. Um, and, uh, and when we look at, you know, chiropractors you know, are obsessed with really good posture. Um, not really at all. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't care about your posture if it wasn't that your spine, if it wasn't that your spinal column, how's your, how's your spinal cord? Yeah. Um, because if you have, you know, forward neck posture, you know, you're sitting on your computer all day um, doing that kind of stuff. Well, you have a big kink right here. You know, this yeah. is your brain and this is your, uh, your spinal cord is the downward extension of your brain. So if you want proper communication between brain and body, then this thing has to be doing its job, yeah. right? Um, it has to be aligned properly. Um, so, you know, uh, anyway, when we, uh, when we get to things like pain, um, the reason why chiropractic works is, uh, is a lot of times there is some kind of muscular dysfunction. Uh, you know, say, say there's some kind of spasm happening at whatever level. Um, now when we go in there and we adjust the spinal column, uh, at that level, what it does is it, you know, we say it hits the reset button and that's essentially what does happen. Um, so, we give a break uh, from that communication between brain and body saying, ouch, 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 this hurts to, to all of a sudden we have this huge, we have this huge force uh, and, and your brain forgets about that for a minute because we get all of this uh, proprioceptive input. So proprioception, just where your body's at in space. Uh, we get all of this input rushing back to our brain and it kind of overrides that pain message. And a lot of times that does equal immediate relief, uh, which, which I say is unfortunate, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. but, uh, but what we, uh, but what we get with that is we get that reset. So now your brain and body can start to talk to each other properly again. So that muscle that was in spasm has a chance to go, oh, oh my gosh, uh, there's no need to be so tight and so tense anymore. I can actually relax again. 
Um, and you know, sometimes of course that that uh, that returns, um, and it takes uh, it might take a little bit of time to make that stick. But um, that's where that's where we are very effective with the pain. Now it's no different when it comes to internal organ problems as well. Um, you know, things like digestive issues, headaches, that kind of stuff. Uh, very similar method. What we're doing, uh, we're we're affecting the nervous system. You know, uh, when we when we do an adjustment, we are affecting the nervous system, and that is going to have a great outcome. Um, uh, on whatever is supplied at that level. So, um, are you familiar with a, a Merrick chart, Ben? It's a, a I'm sorry, a, a met uh, met the uh, Merrick chart. Um, is that chart that shows your brain, your spinal cord, and all the nerves coming off? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nerve eight. Okay. So, um, so if you look at one of those, it's amazing when we do our uh, our neurological scanning, um, how you can match up what a patient is feeling and their symptoms match almost perfectly to what we will see on their on their neurological scans and then that tells us as well where we want to go in and work on so it's yeah it's really cool. wow yeah so you know with with my my journey you know and the autonine nervous system you know because you know psychology work a lot with consciousness right that, that's that we can't really define it we work a lot with it and you know so so i i, I love our conversations because you know, and, and psychology has evolved beyond this. But when I was trained, it was kind of the talking cure, as Freud said, is, is I wanted to help that autonomic nervous system as I learned more and more about the neurobiology of the human body through releasing traumatic uh, energy and processing traumatic memories. And then, you know, what, what I'm fascinated with is that, that you're also you know, helping that same system function better in just just an incredibly different way. But we're, we're really working in a lot of ways, maybe not exactly on the same symptoms that there might be, uh, but, but there's so much, if a Venn diagram happens, I, I'm just like, I, you know, hearing you talk and getting to know you, it's like, boy, if we would have worked together, like, like how much of, how many of my folks struggling with trauma, post-traumatic stress disorder, they, they were dealing with a range of medical, physical issues as well. And yeah, the alleviation of the traumatic symptoms would address some of that, but also I think holding tightness, you know, in the body a lot too. Uh, I, you know, I wasn't trained in ethically, uh, could not and should not because I had no idea what I'm doing. Like, physically manipulate or touch or, or anything like that. So, so it's just, it's, you know, when you think about this and then I want to get us into the HRV, which is like the, the bridge, I think, between our two worlds is how do you think, you know, from, from a psychologically, a psychological health, as you help uh, people, you know, like, like you said, get, get that alignment, help, help that nervous system functioning. I just kind of love to hear what you think about how your work impacts uh, mental health uh, from that, that perspective. So uh, as far as mental health goes, and, and, uh, and as well, I'd love to mention about, you know, uh, uh, OT, PT, uh, speech, all yeah. that too. Which yes, I do yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> um, so, so really with any of them, I, uh, when, when we do our adjustments, um, when we do our, our spinal manipulations, we, we again, we are, we are putting so much input to the brain that it, it causes almost a shutdown of, uh, you know, of the sympathetics. I mean, you know, and, and uh, I know that we've talked about this, Matt, with, uh, with your HRV. If you look at somebody's HRV before and after, um, it, it literally almost doubles, uh, which is just crazy. 
Um, and that's very consistent. Um, and, uh, and a lot of that is because we are, we are just slamming on your brake pedal is what we say. So, so just bring your autonomic nervous, I'm sorry, your, uh, your parasympathetic nervous system just way up. Um, and that opens the door to all sorts of possibilities. You know, um, if you, if you're talking about, you know, ventral vagal, all that kind of stuff, um, we are, we are opening that up for you. Uh, and then you have this opportunity there where now your body is so much more receptive to any kind of, uh, any kind of therapy that you're going to be doing. Um, so if it is mental, um, mental type therapy, you are going to be a lot more receptive to that. Um, and then uh, to talk about, you know, OT, PT, um, you know, speech therapy. Um, so I, I'm, I'm fortunate enough that, uh, that I have an amazing wife um, who, uh, who started my recess therapy. And, um, and I, I get to uh, jump on and, you know, act like I do something here too. <laughs> uh, and uh, anyway, um, you know, I get to work with a bunch of occupational therapists, a bunch of speech therapists, um, as well as physical therapy. And, um, and what we see is how much that therapy just takes off when, when we can have somebody do their chiropractic appointment right before their treatment, or even just within a few days. Um, the therapists all say the same thing. Like, we just can't believe how much the therapy excels, um, how we can do things with a child that typically we couldn't. Um, and now we can, we can excel them through the therapy that much faster. So, um, awesome. so it's, it's really, really cool to see that. And, um, and yeah, I think it's, uh, something that could be well matched with, uh, with any kind of therapy. Um, but again, uh, we, we just have to introduce each other. All of us are yeah. working the same thing. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, a absolutely. So, so then the, the, the big question of, uh, you know, well, one of the things that just to preference this, that, that I was really excited uh, when we connected is uh, chiropractors seem to me in my reading and discovery is I, I just kind of, I'm an idiot's journey through knowledge. I like to say, usually, usually I bounce just off, you know, whatever's available from the library audiobook app or whatever pops up and, you know, uh, my audible, uh, you know, must read sort of things. But, but I've always been impressed with, with, and you sort of mentioned this in the intro as well, is, is the approach to holistic health, uh, uh, you know, that chiropractors do. And, you know, we've shared some resources that, that really, you know, good examples of, you know, I, I'm nerding out about like polyvagal theory, ventral vagal, all, all that stuff, you know, is how we see our psychology manifesting in our neurobiology and biology is, is fascinating. You know, so so I, I I love how you all think about the the whole. Where, whereas so so many other specialties, you know, it's mind, it's body, or well, whatever else you're you're working on. So, what what with this great sort of uh, kind of background and approach that you all have, where where did heart rate variability? come in uh on your radar and what what was it like what was your sort of learning experience and curve uh with the exciting science around it so um so actually kind of twofold uh one when i was uh when i was younger and um and i had a uh, you know my personal training business i have um i have a guy who became a mentor was one of my clients and uh and he came in one day and, um, and he's, he's actually a, a, a rather big name in the dental industry. Um, and he said, Hey, Hopper, 
have you ever heard of this heart rate variability thing? And I go, and I did exactly what every single person I'm sure that you talk to Matt does, which is I said, oh yeah, I do heart rate training. You know, I make sure that yeah. I make sure that everybody gets in their different heart rate zones. And, yeah. and he goes, no, 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 heart rate variability. And, uh, and I said, no, I don't know what that is. <laughs> so, um, so he goes, he goes, I think you should look into that. I think there's something there. Um, and, uh, and that was the first time I had ever heard of it. And I, and I did, uh, you know, I did dig into it a little bit. I was like, oh, this is interesting. And okay, you know, a few years go by. And uh, anyway, um, my, my mentor within chiropractic, um, he, uses, uh, he uses this equipment at his office um, that is an EMG. So um, it, it's, it's an EMG, a thermal scanner, and as well, a heart rate variability scanner. Mm -hmm. And and we would always look at that with patients and, and I would always be taught, okay, now this is the most important one because this tells us how much power is in their autonomic nervous system, how much gas they have left in their tank. So we can predict how, how well this person is going to respond to therapy just based on where they wind up on here. Um, and then you would also say, you know, and then this is, this is how much gas pedal they're using. This is how much brake pedal they're using. And we want them to have a nice balance in the middle, you know, and all, all this and that. And I, I was going, okay, okay. Um, so when I went into practice on my own, I, I got the exact same equipment because that's, <laughs> uh, that's what you do. Yeah. Um, and, and it was really cool. Um, you know, we would always see that correlation. Uh, but anyway, as, as the years went by, all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, this heart rate, you know, and I couldn't tell you what it was, but one day it just hit me. I was like, this is something everybody needs to be doing like all <laughs> yeah. the time. Like not just here and there, but yeah. this is such a great predictor that that we need to all be doing this every single day. Um, it and and it's going to tell us everything about our health. Yeah. And I kind of became a freak about HRV uh, since that day. You can ask my wife. We have uh, we have just about every single uh, kind of HRV monitor and every single app I've tried and <laughs> yeah. and all the different techniques I've tried to bring my HRV up. And, uh, <laughs> And, and why I won't drink anymore because I can't stand how much it tanks my HRV. <laughs> it's harsh, right? There's good things about it and there's bad things about it. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, it's, it's, it's really unfortunate. She's like, she's like, really? Like you won't have more than one drink? Uh, no, because I know. You know my, heart, my HRV is going to be tomorrow. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, so that's kind of... Um, uh, I don't know if I answered your question directly there or not. But. Yeah. So, so I wondered then, you know, as you, you know, I, you know, and that's what I love about our connection is because I like, I, I was really this, the same way and, and it's documented on my, you know, we shared that in this stream as well with uh, uh, Kurt Moyer, Dr. Jerry Yeager. I was doing the trauma-informed uh, lens podcast and Kurt brought it on. And, you know, I, I, I'm not smart enough to get it the first time, not really smart enough to get it the second time, but, but by like, you know, all of a sudden it's like, you know, there was the science and I kind of asked, I was like, everybody needs to be, I mean, this measures, every, we're, we're talking about trauma, we're talking about stress, we're talking about burnout, we're talking about organizational wellness this measures it all. Why isn't everybody on this? And that was like, I, I have the, a similar drawer. We'll, we'll have to compare at some point. Uh, uh, right. The different devices that, that are, uh, uh, you know, I hide from my wife and uh, <laughs> there's like a European vacation in my drawer. <laughs> yeah. 
So, so what, what did you do when, when, when you, uh, you know, looked at that, that excitement, you know, and, and obviously uh, we partnered because I'm really excited, you know, and I think we, sh- we share this as well to, to bring it into a profession, chiropractic, that looks at the mind-body, uh, you know, that holistic uh, perspective and have been so such teachers to me through books and podcasts over the years. So, so how, how have you put these, you know, your drawer of HRV readers and your expensive machines that you've bought with your practice, how have you integrated this um, uh, up to this point? Uh, I know we got some big plans moving forward, but let's, let's look at what, what, what have you been able to do with it with, with some of the barriers that do exist with the current technology? So, um, so as I was kind of describing how, uh, how my one mentor used it, that's how I used it throughout, throughout practice. Um, when it comes to care planning for a patient, um, taking a look at their HRV in, in the beginning of care and seeing where they're walking in the door at, uh, it gives, gives you such a great idea of, of how they are going to progress through care. And we monitor their HRV throughout care. Um, and, and what that does is it tells us, you know, okay, are we, are we putting enough in, you know, I, as far as are we, are we seeing them often enough? Are we affecting their nervous system enough to make a change? Um, are we, are we actually being effective with our care or are we doing too much that we're actually dragging it down? And then it also brings up great opportunity for conversation with the patient of other things like, okay, Hey, you know, I know we're doing the right things here. I can see that because your other, you know, our other windows into your neurological system, you know, your EMG, your thermal, they're showing that we are doing the right thing, but your HRV is not moving or it's going down. So what else is going on in life? And that's a great opportunity to take that, uh, to, to take that conversation with a patient and say, you know, it, okay, what do, what do we have happening with sleep? Um, what's your nutrition like? What kind of movement are you getting in through the day? Um, you know, how stressed are you at your job? Um, why, why are you working that job? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, um, so, so we get to have some really great conversations and really touch base with our patient and our patients in a better way and start to affect, like you said, that more holistic, that affecting their entire life because of this. Now it brings us from just being, you know, the quote unquote back doctors yeah. um, to being doctors who are helping them guide through their entire life. And now we have a tool that we can literally see the progress that we're making um, because we know okay, you know, this month you were doing really good. And now this month you're doing, you're not doing so hot. So what changed? What right. changed? Um, you know, and, and sometimes, yes, it is, it is our therapy. It is what we're doing. So sometimes we have to change that. Um, but more often than not, it's, it's the outside factors, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I see a patient, it's very quick. Um, but the rest of their life uh, is, uh, is where the majority of the things uh, <laughs> come into play. So it's great that it opens up the door to that conversation. And yes, um, Matt, I am, uh, I am extremely thrilled to, uh, to start integrating what we've been talking about. So I guess, you know, we'll uh, do the dun, 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 you know. Uh, yeah, 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 I know, I know, I know. We're, we're, we're still delaying gratification right now, but uh, I, I want to, I do want to kind of, because what, what I love about what, what you say, and you know, I could almost say the exact same thing from that mental health perspective of what, what is the right dose? What, what is the right intervention? What, what else is going on? And where I would love to pick up this conversation in, in our next uh, uh, podcast with you is 
for me, and I, I just love to get your your thoughts of it. Is is it opened up the door to a whole different realm of intervention? Uh, and maybe intervention is not even the right word, but I never, and not being trained, I've had to self train on this, which I'm very hesitant to, you know, uh, put myself out as the expert because I, I don't have any letters that say I, I have this, but. I didn't talk about diet, sleep, and exercise, like like in mental health. And you know, I look back at that as like, if if those if you weren't sleeping, if you were eating inflammatory foods, and you were sedentary, I, I, what am I going to do for you? Like like I could do something. There there is an area that I could do. Would I see any improvement in heart rate variability? Would I say you see that maybe helping to process trauma? kind of generalize into other aspects of your wellness uh and and hey if i can help you process your traumatic memories i'm 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 I, you know you're getting your money's worth but boy like and now go back into the world like you kind of said kind of a train wreck still because i forgot to discuss the cores of mental health uh, with this. So, so I, I would love to pick up, I'd love to just continue this uh, conversation for another two hours, but, uh, you know, with you uh, on our next talk about maybe some of the, the kind of small things that, that you, you see and that, that you sort of recommend and, you know, whether we call these biohacks or wellness, you know, I know we've talked about some of them on the podcast, but um, I just want to hear sort of, of your ideas about the, the importance of, sleep exercise. And then, you know, I know we uh, both take uh, very interesting types of showers and things like, like that that we've <laughs> talked about as well. Separately, we don't take the shower. But, you know, so to look at some of those things. So, so I'm excited really to, to continue this conversation. So, so I want to put uh, a little bit of a bio and some links uh, to your practice. The, the My Recess stuff is a model that, you know, I'm just really excited uh, that that's out there combining, you know, interventions that, that I have loved, especially in my work in special education that I've, I've just seen life changing for folks. But the, just uh, as, as uh, how would people uh, find you if they're just listening in their car? How, how would they uh, find Dr. Dave out there in the world? <laughs> so, so that's actually uh, a, a great question. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I do have a Facebook account, but I can't say that I've uh, really ever posted much of anything on there. Um, and, uh, and that would be about my only social media source. So, um, so uh, my recess therapy, uh, or I'm sorry, myrecess.com is not my recess therapy. Uh, myrecess.com um, is, is the best place to see me at. Um, as far as to get a bio, uh, and then, and then I am, uh, I am on there and that's, uh, you know, what, one of the best ways to find me. Um, otherwise, yeah, I, I, uh, I do keep myself kind of invisible. Um, and that's, uh, by design, we like to, uh, we, we like to have a, uh, a life of, uh, you know, I, I guess we, we stay a little private. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it probably I'm, helped your HRV as, as well. So, uh, well, yeah. and we know probably by the time this airs, I know we're recording this a little bit ahead. Uh, also at Optimal HRV, we will have information about Dr. Dave as well. So, so we'll put a little bit about, about Dr. Dave, uh, how to get in contact with him and uh, have you on my friend uh, very soon uh, for another episode. We can, uh, we can nerd out about some biohacks and uh, talk about some of our favorites as well. 
Yes, and uh, and Matt, if we could, uh, if I could add in before we end here, um, a, uh, a quote that uh, a lady that I follow within uh, within chiropractic, she is awesome. A lady that I follow, she she said this quote to me, and I couldn't help but think of it when you were just uh, saying what you were saying about the holistic view. And that is, um, she said, you know, you can't take a fish that's dying out of a dirty pond, resuscitate him, and then toss him back into the same dirty pond. He's just going to keep on dying every time we toss him back. And, uh, and, and that's exactly, uh, that's exactly what, you know, what we are talking about there. So I can't wait to talk about, you know, those things that you can do to clean up that dirty pond. Um, cause yeah, that, that's where we need to go. Uh, so yeah, I'm very excited to talk about that. Uh, thank you so much. Yep, absolutely. And you can find show notes, uh, more information at optimalhrv.com. We'll, we'll see everybody for a future episode. Thank you, Dr. Dave. Thank you.